Let's start the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Don't let Chris King know about this. <laughs> and you say, Shaw City. Shaw City. Shaw City. I'm coming home again. Do you think about me now and then? Yeah. Do you think about me now and then? Because I'm coming home girl when I was three years old and what I love most she had so much soul she said excuse me little homie I know you don't know me but my name is Wendy and I like to blow trees and from that point I never blow her off niggas come from out of town I like to show her off they like to act tough she like to tone them off and make them straighten up their hat cause she know they soft and when I grew up she showed me how to go downtown and at night time my face lit up so I stand and I told her and my heart is where she always be she never Mess with entertainers cause they always leave. She said it felt like you walked and drove on me. Knew I was gang of people. Got on TV and told on me. I guess that's why last winter she cold on me. She said, yeah, keep making that, keep making that platinum and gold. I'm just I'm just dumbfounded by the It's more the noise than the visual. Noise. Squelchy. what were you imagining? Would you like to do the noise? I just lost all of you, the listeners that were listening to this. They all just tuned out. Of it's like an old man eating with his mouth open. That's like the worst thing about. I know. I mean, I just I I'm the it's, kind of guy that always kind of slightly giggles at sloppy sex sounds. Like, yeah. Have you ever gone like like belly to belly with somebody, and then when you like come out, it like yeah, or like a queef, and yeah. like I mean. Have you ever had sex with someone and then... I was going to say, I've never queefed. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, whenever I queef, I feel like I have to yeah. address no. But as, then, as, as the, the reigning uh, voice of reason on queefing here, yeah. I, would, I would imagine, uh, it's, it's nice. It feels good. You have the most queefs of anyone in this room, statistically. Thank you. You it's raining queefs. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, but the point about queefs is you have to address it, I feel like. But no one does. I feel like you kind of just pile it, it through. It gets awkward. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you have to say something. You have to be like, oh, yeah. It's kind of like when you're next to someone at a urinal and they fart. It's like two grown men. I don't oh. think it's like that, actually. I, I always you. giggle almost Do whenever you? like someone's next to me and they just rip ass in a urine. Because I'm like, yeah, we're in the bathroom. But it's like, it's so funny that you're standing next to a grown person. They just they just tr- almost shit the, their pants. You think that's what cleaving is like? No, no, no. I'm saying it's it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's an awkward sound out of nowhere. Okay, so see. it's like you have to like. Well, you're not gonna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you don't smile or smirk, it's like you're dead yeah, inside. You that's something. a funny thing that just happened. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, my co-host, the most professional podcaster, Bridget Haran. What's up, guys? Off mic, as he should be, our uh, producer. That's what you're called. Our producer. I'm full of Chinese food, guys. Jesus. Our producer, Zach Rohn, the sauce boss of Indianapolis. What's up, Brunch Nation? <laughs> oh, God. Yes, thank you. And a very special guest in studio for the first time. Uh, our friend and your friend, Emil Joaquim. Hey, yo. Now, it feels a little weird, Emil, because we did interview you on uh, our other podcast, uh, The Drunk Dial. So I may be asking you some more questions, but there's a whole different audience. Yeah. Because the other podcast. I think you interviewed him twice. Did we? I didn't. Mm. That was a little shade she was throwing at you. <laughs> I was like, remember that one time where you had a really amazing guest and then you lost the recording? Oh, yeah, I thought we were going to take that to our grave. Yeah, this is going to, I just want you to know, the third time you have me on, it's really going to plummet. Like, the first time was the best I'll ever be. Yeah. And it's, then you're going to be like, this guy's not interesting. This guy fucking sucks. 
You talked a lot about your new puppy, though, the last time we talked to you. Oh, yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no. Hashtag COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dogs can get it, too. Just keep masks on. <laughs> so, Mel, you are, uh, I guess I should uh, say you're a comedian. Um, I always feel like you're an Indianapolis guy, but you're not. You're uh-huh. Bloomington and Chicago. Bloomington. Well, mostly, mostly Bloomington. Because people are like, oh, you started in Chicago. I'm like, I've never done. I think I've done two shows in Chicago. But I'm from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm a Bloomington boy now. And nice. did you get? Did you guys just have a, a, a comedy festival there, right? Yeah, we have a fest that's like the Helium Fest. Yeah. It's like a, whatever a tournament style bracket mm-hmm. kind of thing is. You're looking round robin would be I'm not like a sports you're, guy. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. playing each other and Yeah, it's not round robin, but yeah, t- tournament style where it's like kind of you We fist fight after the okay. show. It's not comedy. Rocks his paper. Yeah, you, you do a 5 minute set and then it's like whoever actually advances actually who wins like the alley fight afterwards. <laughs> so it's pretty good. Were you did you participate this year? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh I did it and then I'll be missing the finals next week. I'm going to Pittsburgh to open for Nikki Glazer at a drive-in theater. Now, who's that? Hell yeah. Who's this? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about what the venue's going to be like. I don't know if there's a drive-in. I don't. Are yeah. they recording it and putting it on the screen? I, you just no. said you don't know anything about I mean, it. So I, I don't know why I'm asking questions. I don't but. know if there's if people are going to be in their cars or like be able to like have lawn chairs like at the Sunday show because yeah. that would be ideal. But it's like if they're like doing like car horns so, and shit, I'm going to be like. That's going to scare me. So Thad and I, uh, Thad's in the room, but he's being quiet. Uh, he doesn't have a mic. Hey, you like pointing um, at Thad and I. I know. This is audio. <laughs> uh, Thad and I went and saw Burt Kreischer, uh, the drive-in thing, and it was like they had a stage built, and there was like an audience directly in front of the stage, so you're still like performing like two people that are right there. Yeah. But then on top of that, you have all the cars. But people aren't honking. I feel like that's a... I don't know. I don't know if people are doing that elsewhere, but nobody was honking that's good. during the show. It was just kind of like... It was kind of like if you go and see a concert and you're sitting on the lawn, you're really just looking at a big screen right? and and the comics right up there. But the people up front have pretty good... And so it's like... It's kind of a mixed bag. You do have people that you're performing to. Right. But then there's all the people sitting. And they're sitting usually on top of their cars. When we went, it was... Social distance, as far as like, I mean, you had a, a lot of room between the car next to you, yeah, and everything. And then it was like at the end, kind of like grand finale, everyone like honked as a thank you, right? That's but it I mean. wasn't like joke, punchline, honk, it's, like that, no, yeah, right? Talk. That's what I was, yeah, that would be a name. I think in the beginning of this, when people started doing like outdoor shows, like I saw someone do a drive in. And I saw people fucking honking and like flashing their lights yeah. for a joke. No one's also like, oh, sitting no. in their car. Like, Thank everyone, God. Everyone's okay, that's like outside. It, it felt more like a. It just felt more like a festival kind of vibe. Than, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. That's good. Yeah, I was worried there would just be like weird like teens like making out and like in their truck <laughs> like a fucking. And old I feel like Pittsburgh's had a rough go of it, so I feel like they'll just be excited to be out because there was large portions of quarantine that they couldn't buy alcohol. In Pittsburgh, in certain places, and they those are people that live in Pittsburgh, so they yeah. need that. They yeah, need so they like need it. So this is something like I feel like these people are going to be so excited to see yeah, you. They're going right. to be like just excited to be out of their home, maybe have some booze. I mean, we yeah. waited like an hour just in traffic, like to get in to the Bird Show. Yeah. Where was that? Was that in? in New it, yeah, it was uh, the. Our, it's called Tibbs Drive Through. Oh, oh, uh, Tib, Mr. Tib. It's a classic. <laughs> uh, it was no, it was really fun. The only thing for like for the openers, the sun hadn't set yet. So you couldn't really see the screens. Yeah. So it was like, like the later it went, you it started off with a vague shape of a person, and nice. then like by the time like the feature was up, you could like tell 
it was a human. Yeah. And then by the time the sun set, then Bert comes out. So it's like, don't, don't expect you to say your name a lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the quality of show that we're, we're going to have to start getting used to is going to diminish fast. Like, I mean, the fact that we're like, I get to do this outdoor show next week is yeah. like so hilarious. Yeah. You're like, it's not on Zoom. So like, yeah. I'm on board. I'm excited. Like the outdoor Sunday show was like one of the most normal feeling shows I feel like I've done since all this started. Mm-hmm. And normally I feel like we, before all this, we would be like fucking outdoor shows. Yeah. God damn it. Like, but yeah, I mean, we take it for granted. Yeah. yeah and we've been, I mean, we've been, I've been running a outdoor mic every Thursday. Oh yeah. And I haven't been able to come because the fest in... In Bloomington, it's Wednesday, Thursday now. But I was like planning on, I was like, oh, that's fucking great that there's like at least some mics now mm-hmm. that are happening. It, it's weird too, because it's great to be able to get the opportunity just to mic, but then it's also like, it's still a mic, you know? It's still <laughs> like just the, sometimes, sometimes it's been great, and then sometimes it's just like a lot of people that haven't told jokes in four months. Yeah. Where is it? It's at, a, it's at a hostel, right? Yeah, it's in the backyard of Indy Hostel. And we were kind of talking about, like, in quarantine, I was like, everyone is going to come out of quarantine and just be an edgelord. I just know. Because it's like, right. you don't have people to bounce ideas off of. And you're yeah. just sitting with, like, your crudest your thoughts. thoughts, you know? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. everyone's going to come out and just be like, rape it, rape, rape. You everyone's know? the worst version Which of themselves right now. Which, as it turns out, some people are. Some people went straight Looking at you, Chris. Name. Names. No, just kidding. Uh, there was a comic who, well, I'm not going to say his name, but, like... <laughs> There was a comic who said, like, retarded, like, 15 times. And I was just like, oh, like, it just hits different on the 14th and 15th time. I think people think that since there's a pandemic, I think everyone's like, well, oh, everyone's seen, like, the worst of humanity. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You're still I had someone not. the other day who was like, they said something wildly offensive. It was one of the people that I crossed paths with at work. And afterwards, they're like, well, but I went to the protest. Like, you still can't say that. It's not like I have one black friend. Like, no. They just show you the phone that has like the one black square on their Instagram feed. They're like That's pictures of the protest. I'm like, no, that you can't say things like yeah. that. And they're like, I mean, but I can. That's your get out of jail free I card now. I did my part. Is I went for 10 minutes to a protest, yeah. took a picture, then left. I was like, what time of day? Like, were you there? And I, did you get tear gas? And she was like. Well, no, I was there during the day. Wait, but I like how you were encouraging it. I was like, <laughs> like well, well, if you did get tear gas, like, yeah. maybe you could say it. Though. But like, oh, wait, no, you didn't. So like, you're what's still the, the fucking worst. What's the worst treatment you got at a Black Lives Matter protest is equivalent to oh, yeah. racy of a it's statement a, you can probably say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, how do I... How do I go about telling this story? I was talking to, some, I was talking to somebody about comedians that they had seen. And... Uh, and I was like, yeah, have you seen any? Because this person goes to a lot of comedy shows. And I was like, is there anybody you've seen that really stuck out to you? And he thinking at first. And then he was like, oh, so-and-so. She's a dyke comedian out of Boston. Fucking hilarious. And I was just like, <laughs> well, that was like, <laughs> I just kind of spun around like a beach ball, like mm-hmm. loading for a second. You know, I was like, well, okay, yeah, I guess. Well, I feel like you're desensitized to that word. I am, so I heard it, and like it took me a minute to process. I was just like, I don't, I don't think that's the right. You're like, I'm not from Boston. Yeah, (laughs) you're like, you don't have to say dyke comedian, just dyke. Yeah, who says dyke? Well, like, Like, people do that. Like, someone said Butch. I think it was you. You said Butch to me the other day. I was like, well, we don't really say that anymore, actually. That's actually Dyke's alias. Is actually Butch. Is is Butch a bad word now? (laughs) Well, it's not not bad. It's just it's not something like it's, it's all we don't really use that anymore. I thought there was Femme and Butch. I mean, it's like a vague. We, I can use it. Uh, you can't use it. Uh, I just, I'm just, just gonna say, 
I'm just gonna say my name. She was think- kind of a real my name. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like I, I can say Butch. My name is Dyke. <laughs> it's totally fine. Uh, but yeah, but like the fact that he was say it was such a positive. Like she was great. She was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like she's the funniest homo I've ever seen. Funniest yeah, yeah, yeah. I've in my life. That's a like, funny well, Jew. Like, Ooh, I don't know if you. I don't know if that's the correct compliment. <laughs> you know what? Didn't even spin one dreidel the whole time. I was like, <laughs> I can't I can't believe it. Oh, I digress. Uh, ooh, ooh, how are we doing on time? How are we doing on time? I'm just kidding. Yeah. But no, I, I think I think that's oh, so it's true. only it's been like two minutes. People, people literally like feel like they can say like you made a good point. People feel like they can say whatever they want because it's like I mean I've seen some shit this year. It's like well we all have. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's two like, sides. One side is like I hate everyone, mm-hmm. and so I should say that. And the other side is like I'm I'm an ally, so yeah. I should also say I it. can yes. say it. Oh my god, I'm just gonna start doing. That. I, I went to the protest, guys. All right, get off my back. I went to, uh, oh man! So do you remember when they had like Rift up here? Uh, I forget what it was. It was like the relig- religious freedom. It was like it's why we put Indie Welcomes All on everything okay. because they 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 started passing this bill. I thought it was because they were like, if you don't have to sell people a wedding cake if you're they're gay. I thought that's why we started doing it. I this was, it was after that. I thought it was because it was that. just okay. Indiana, so they just had to like make sure people know, like, hey, I know it yeah. seems bad, but like, it's your not. hospitality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only if we want you. They were they were gonna pass. Only they were gonna pass. Guy. They were gonna pass this shitty law. This was back when the old mayor was still here. It was Republican, and that's important. It was, and it's important because Could you being the political one this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's it's important because um, it was it was it was some sort of discriminatory bill. And everyone in Indianapolis was against it, obviously. But then even the Republican mayor was just like, because like Gen Con was like, we're not going to fuck with you guys anymore if you guys pass this. And the Republican mayor like, was well, like, I hate gays, but I love money. So. Yeah. And that was the thing. It was like, come on, I'm a real, I'm a Republican with $2 signs. Like, what are we doing here? This is mm-hmm. Indianapolis. Like, right. we can't pass this. But there was all these like marches and stuff like planned. And I ended up in a march. Like, I, I, I have to be honest, I did not plan to go to the march, but it started at a bar that I happened to be at. And you I thought was it like, was a bar crawl. You're like, <laughs> bar crawl. And I was like, "Oh yeah!" And it was like, "Yeah, we're marching for uh, we're marching for gay rights." And I was you were on like, one of those pedal bar things <laughs> that like bachelorette parties use. Just accidentally crash my pickle peddler right you're, into a. You're driving it into a cop car to like resist, but really the guy was just drunk. And I just pickle peddled on Selma. I pickle peddled on Mass Ave. You're getting tear gas. And then, uh, but yeah, the the crazy thing was they they ended up not passing the law like like what? Tw- twenty. What was the law? It was called <laughs> it was called the religion. It was basically yeah, it was something about not selling gay people birthday cakes. But yeah. like it could it could gone way and that bur- wedding cakes. Not yeah. <laughs> gay people aren't allowed to have birthdays. I mean, it's um, all in the same camp there. But like twenty four hours before they had decided not to pass the law, mm-hmm. but the march was still planned, so they still had the march, and it was just just kind of turned into like a, a celebratory march. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so what was the law gonna be like? Can you refuse someone? Like, it, if, if I walk into a store right now and ask for a cake, is that a thing that they could just be like, "No, I don't want to make you a cake"? That that's what they were trying to pass, and yeah. I, it got overturned. And I think that it's like if they're, but I think if you're a small business, I mean, you can still in India. I, I believe if like a gay couple comes in and you're, you know, Zach is the only business owner here, you might have more knowledge about it. But it's like literally, it's like I think if like they walk in, you can be like, hey, um, you know, if, if you're talking to somebody about their their marriage and they're like, oh yeah, my you know my girlfriend and I that's going to come up, my wife and like, oh you know, I, I wish you the best, but uh, I'm not going to make your wedding cake. Oh my, it's easier to get a gun here than a fucking <laughs> yeah. cake. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Wow. But I, uh, I ended up on the, like it went all the way to like the mall downtown. Yeah. You know, and then it just kind of, you know, it was like everything had got passed. So it was kind of like, we did it. And then everyone just kind of just dispersed. Wouldn't it be so funny to make someone make a cake for you though? That like, and they don't approve of your like lifestyle. Like that's the best part about this law not passing is then you can go to a homophobic place and make them make you a cake for your gay wedding. And then you know that they have to like bake angrily and be like, oh, I fucking hate these people. And they're putting like rainbows and flowers and like happy things. And they're like, I have so much hate in my heart. <laughs> And it's like flowery and beautiful. <laughs> it's a pretty solid event. <laughs> I, but I also like, I don't necessarily know if I want a bigot to make a cake if they're that upset about it. You know, right. like, maybe I'll just go to someone that wants to make the cake. That's probably true. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> the more shitty people are, though, the better their baking sometimes is. Like, that's why the South has such good biscuits. It's because, like, Guys, they put all this love. The, I am a pastry it's, chef. They, they have all this Racism love that they don't, Yeah, all this love <laughs> that they don't use for other groups of minorities, they put it into their baking. Like it's that's why it comes out so much flakier. And hatred and butter. Taste the slavery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking hatred and butter. Did you say that's why my baking is so good? Yeah, it's full of hate. It's full of hate in your heart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the 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 end to that story was uh, my girlfriend called me later that night and she was like, "My parents just saw you in a civil rights march. Is that true?" <laughs> Like uh, to be fair, it's gay rights march, but yes. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know me. I'm always, I'm always marching for equality. Right. <laughs> always double, double fisting and marching for equality. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No. I. I do. I think that so many people this year have either like you made a point. It's like they're opposite ends of the spectrum. Like either like I hate everyone. And so I'm saying fuck this or people who are like, well, I'm an ally. So like I can do whatever the fuck I want also. Yeah. They're doing, they're doing the, I hate everyone. and They're open about it. That's like the other, you're just like, man, some people just are, no one's hiding it anymore. It's so funny. The world is just fucking burning. You're just like, (laughs) Oh God. Like, don't you miss the days when you used to have to like talk to someone for a little bit to like know that you hated them. Mm -hmm. Like now you just get to like see their post. Yeah. You just look at their Facebook for like a second. You're like, Oh, I know everything about them. Full disclosure. Sometimes I just like, like you, as you came in today, you're like, Got like a really aggressively large Trump flag on your street. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, you did, and it's like, oh, cool. Like now I just know, like I hate those people. Well, that's the totally thing. Fine. <laughs> I feel like I try not to be too divisive if I'm doing like comedy or whatever. Clearly, I know which side I lean towards, mm-hmm. but fascism, like, huh? Fascism. Yeah. yeah. Well, Trump 2020. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it was, it was on my car. I usually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I can say that. As a, I hope everyone listening knows that a dude named Emil Wakim doesn't like a fucking guy who hates immigrants. I think it goes for itself. But, like, I find anyone that is so open about their, like, love for any politician just disgusting. Mm. Yeah. Like, anyone that has a t-shirt or, like, a big flag. I'm like, you're a dork. Like, mm. you're a nerd. I had somebody get really mad at me the other day. I was wearing a t-shirt, and it's um, it's Chewbacca Solo 20, 2020. Yeah. That's really good. But all they saw was the 2020, and they were like, I can't believe you'd, like, put your political opinion out there. And I was like, they walked past me, and I was like, they didn't even read the shirt. Right. They didn't even understand. No one really said like, that to you? It's hilarious. That's it's fine. a great shirt. Got the Millennium Falcon flying away in the background. It's really good. That's ridiculous. They think like that's part of politics. They were really upset. (laughs) They're going to use our tax dollars for that bullshit (laughs) now. Fucking aliens, am I right? Jesus. Yeah, no, bud. (laughs) Fucking Elon Musk and his Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Tyson has that joke about the 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 side. We're still rooting for the side that lost the war. (laughs) Yeah. They don't like sand people. (laughs) Wait, what? 
<laughs> I was comparing so the re- callback to a joke that no one's heard before. And all you said was the out of context line. A comedian that's not there. They don't like sand people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Doug. I appreciate you. I feel really welcome here. Thank you. No one sees this, but Dyke looked at me when he said that. Really <laughs> up. They're lucky they don't have video. And then I motioned to the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, what's crazy though is like you were, when you were talking about those people on Facebook. Like if you go a level deeper, the person that always said like the person that always has the White Lives Matter post or like the most out there post. If like if I click on it, nine times out of ten, it's a grandpa. They always have a biracial kid. They always have a, like a biracial grandkid oh. or like someone black in their family. They're always like hugging like two black people in their family. And I'm like, it's just like at this point, everyone has like some sort of minority in their family. Mm-hmm. Like every white person has some sort of minority and a gay person in their family, mm-hmm. like almost 100 percent. And so it just seems like what mental gymnastics do you have to do to just right. like Hey, uh, they're one black gay. Fr- they're, they're, they're one black friend is like related to them. That's the only reason why like they have that friend. <laughs> like otherwise, they well, wouldn't. it's like their kid. I'm sure they love them to death, you know. Yeah. But then it's just like, hey, can you can you guys keep it down in there? I got to write li- white lives matter yeah. on the internet. They right like now. disassociate. My thing is so. Uh, my godson is black. And he Ooh, was adopted. Stop bringing no, it. Did you get him at the protest? He was adopted. <laughs> and fucking stolen. Oh my god. Dyke, <laughs> Dyke, Dyke said that. So literally, uh, no. Dyke, only half of you can say that. <laughs> no, but literally, uh, so but his parents are white, and I've made a Black Lives Matter sign for my parents' yard, and he saw it, and he was like asking his parents about it, and they're like, Bridget, I can't believe it. And I was like, hey, you should probably have that conversation with him at some point. Like, you are raising like a black child but as a white family in the catholic schools of indianapolis so i was like you should probably have a conversation with them because it's like god forbid he at some point like try to talk to a police officer or and but she was like pissed off at me that there was like a sign that he had seen and like asked questions about oh wait so his so the black kids white parents were mad at you yeah for putting a black lives matter sign up yeah because because he, he, he was like what does that mean and so then they were like well now we have to talk to him about it and i was like yeah. Yeah, you're like, this shouldn't be a conversation. Probably. Oh, man. Probably they have to tell him, like, point. sweetheart, we don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a, actually, uh, all lives matter. Um, yeah. Man, that is, you talk about, if you talk about mental gymnastics, it, right? that is fucking, I'm assuming they adopted the kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they just, every once in a while, like, a black kid pops out between two white parents. It's crazy. God gives the most racist people in a 30 mile radius just a black child, naturally. It's, it's a, it's it's a like, prize for being such good bakers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's literally, like second coming of Jesus, it's like who who needs this the most? Yeah, who needs this minority baby in their life? Um, <laughs> this miracle baby. That's why all the sitcoms in the eighties were so great because everyone was about like a minority baby somehow adopting a black kid. We're talking about um, like the Brandy Cinderella. That's really like the. I'm talking about like different strokes or. I'm, like I, it came across like my like stream to watch the other day, and it's like so Cinderella's Brandy black. Like an Asian son with like Whoopi Goldberg the mom and like a, the white guy's a dad. It's like that's like a pretty pretty progressive Cinderella story. And then they just never like never, never mention it. About any of it. <laughs> so I was like, this is fine. I'm like, how is this even possible? I'll tell you what. Uh, so like my whole family's white, and uh, that comes across really well in the shirt that you're wearing right now. <laughs> you are are you mixed? You're mixed. Yeah, right. You talk about it on stage. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, how is your whole That's family? Ad nauseum. What's your other like, family? Like, black. Okay. My, my. Well, I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know what you are. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Either do I. 
Well, between Dyke yeah. and I, there's like, there's one full minority technically here. Yeah. Between our halves put together, there's we're one just, full. We're both just like ethnically ambiguous people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'd like I, every time I say the N-word, I have to look around because I do look like I could just be like an out-of-pocket Samoan, you know? Like, I don't <laughs> know if he could... Like, or just whatever the rock is. Mixed race people don't trust each other sometimes. I heard Cardi B say and I was like, who is she? What she can't say that, right? <laughs> what is she? She's Latina. She she's uh, she's she's black. She's part black. She's that's, as black as I am. That's like Takashi Six Nine. He says the N-word and you're like, whoa man. But then like the funniest part about him is like he's such a piece of shit that yeah. him saying the N-word is like the third thing people are mad at him about. Oh yeah. There's definitely <laughs> like that that's not even in discussion is cause he's like busy fucking kids and like, everything else that, <laughs> And then you realize, like, oh wait, this guy also isn't black and is just saying the N word. Also says the N word. Yeah, he's just yeah, but he's just surprisingly the guy with sixty nine <laughs> tattooed on his face is not a great dude. I don't he know. Puts up like his ancestry.com just so like, everyone knows. Like it's actually it's in there, guys. They're like, we'll get to this next week. We gotta we gotta rail you for other shit now. But uh, so yeah, so my biological father is black. Uh, was black. I don't know. He probably still is. I'm not sure. I've never met him. Um. Was or I was laughing at the was yeah. or is not not that you never met it. Michael Jackson complex. I wasn't laughing at that. I'm at sorry. At some point, he was black. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my my mom's best friend from high school on uh, was this black lady named Carla, and with a K or a C. My mom's name is Carla. C. She's not a black lady though. <laughs> uh, but one time, just kind of casually, when I was like a little kid, uh, well, I guess I was like ten or eleven, eleven or twelve. Carla asked, I was like, well, how, medium kid. how, what are you doing to help Dyke know about his black ancestry? Something along those lines. Right. And my mom, being a very nice lady, just kind of flipped out. She was like, oh, I haven't done any. I mean, she just panicked. She was like, I haven't done anything. Yeah. So that year for my birthday, kind of tucked along like all my other presents with no explanation, was just like what I thought was a deck of playing cards. But it was just a deck of like famous African Americans, and so like I pull it out and I'm like Ninja Turtle stuff, Ninja Turtle stuff, like and baseball then, cards. Yeah, and I was like, I thought it was a deck of cards, and I was just like, what was it Harriet Tubman, a George Washington Carver, and I'm just, and then it's just like facts about them, and then like she just slipped it in there like, Shh, just read that on your own time, but like no explanation. I was right. like, you know how to make a biracial kid feel at home and welcome. He's like, just slipping a deck of dead black people into yeah. his <laughs> birthday. Like, I just wanted, like, Literally Ninja Turtle like stuff. Literally, they're playing cards, like, right. actually. It's like a, the weirdest, like, mystery clue. You're like, is this a game? I'm so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are these trading cards? You bring them to the playground, they're, like, trading for, like, Bulbasaur and yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> Like, You're like, like what does Harriet Tubman bring I have to Frederick D&D D&D? I have Frederick Douglass. I don't know what his, <laughs> his stats are. He has a six health. I don't know if that's good. Or... <laughs> He's a 4-2 with flying. Gets summoned by mana. God, that's funny. Do you talk about that? Do you have that as a story on stage? Because that's a funny... Uh, every time I've told that story on stage, people I, people just like they're like, I don't should we laugh at that? Like, right, I don't know. Like we get real up. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes they're sense. They're like, why is this ambiguous white guy like talking about race cards? <laughs> <laughs> you literally could you literally could pull a race card though. Yeah, I, those are your race those cards. Those are literally your race cards. You have cards. a deck of fifty race cards to pull now. <laughs> oh man. Just throw them like gambit. Uh, oh man. <laughs> you want to talk about the food? We're, we're, about, we're about to take a break. We can come back. We're t- we, that's a good point. That's a good point, Bridget. Maybe talk about the food. Maybe talk about a meal a little bit. Love about your race cards. I'll tell you what. 
That's why we keep you around here. You're a good co-host. You're good at what you do. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to talk about Anchor for a second, then we're going to come back. And uh, we'll get to know our guest. <laughs> it's always good. Talk about some food. Leave one more. I told... Park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Bring me dream, make it stream. I don't public, make the scene. I don't cook, I don't clean. But let Aye. me tell you, I got this ring. Something about like where the fake, like clean versions always sound grosser than like the curse word. Really? Yeah, it's true for sure. Yeah. Awful. That's so funny though that they said wet and gushy, but then she said like all the lyrics are the exact she same. She still yeah. said like put it suck your dick and, <laughs> and put it in me or whatever. And then she was like, but then she wouldn't say fuck. Park that big Mac truck in this little garage. Yeah, we all heard it. What if this choice turned in us? It be makes like, me this so is happy. Guys. I love that song so much. I love arguing with people about the song. Oh it makes me happy. The inside. outrage from it is the best thing ever. <sighs> I mean, the, who was the, really mad about it besides Ben Shapiro? The Tucker Carlson thing is the funniest thing oh, I've I ever seen. I didn't see that. He plays it. He plays a video of her from her Instagram talking about. And she's like talking to her fans. She's like, this is how you like keep your pussy wet. And then she, it's just all these bleeps. It's just her. It's literally like 50 bleeps for like 30 The words. guy who made, who like either produced or directed the music video came out and like had a bunch of shit to say about it. He was like, I produce so many music videos. I think I don't want my children to be listening to this. And I was like, there are so many worse songs like you listened to when you were a kid. It just makes me happy inside. I love it so much. I just like Cardi B's face when she's like in the video and she's looking around at the, like all the doors like, mm-hmm. what's in there? Yeah. <laughs> so fun. What's behind door number yeah. one? She's just exploring the stage. It's not even part of it. I remember, I mean, I'm of an age and I remember being in school and like I remember when like uh, uh, Baby Got Back came mm-hmm. out. And I remember this kid, David Lyle, came up to me, and he was like, you know, he was like out of wet, he was like out of breath, he was winded, he was just like, you're never gonna believe what a, what I just heard on the radio. And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, there's this entire song about butts. Yeah. Oh, oh but God. then, like, when I was getting, it was like, my neck, my back came out. Oh and yeah. I was yeah. Like, that was a whole thing. Well, then when I was a kid, Lollipop by Lil Wayne. I swear to God, this is we actually have the three oh. tiers of this. I swear to God, mine was like, was like uh, call me so yeah. I can make it juicy for you. Yeah. It was like the hook that oh, was in my head. My mine God. was like my neck, my back, and like uh, candy shop. I still don't, <laughs> here's the thing. I still don't know what that means, though. Call me so I can make it juicy for you. Yeah. When, he's saying that to her. So what does he mean by that? Oh, phone sex, I guess. Oh, he's gonna make her. Yeah, oh, I guess. See, yeah, wet, we're wet figuring things gushy. out today. <laughs> I thought he was gonna make himself juicy. 
I did not understand when, when I was a, when I was a little little kid. I, I would hear the older kids talking about like, um, uh, God, what was it? It was like all the like old like NWA stuff. But it was like she swallowed it. Doesn't matter. Just don't bite it. And I was just like, because I it was like I know but that's okay. That shit's okay. No, we're just, on your side. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Oh no, I'm not arguing with you guys. I'm just saying in general, like people yeah, yeah, being yeah, upset yeah. about it is like. But why? Well, like me as a kid, I took it completely literally, and I'm like, why would you want someone to swallow your penis? Right. <laughs> but, you know, like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> How are you going to get it back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> How are you going to get it back? <laughs> it sounds horrible. It's like, I got your nose. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you're like, is it good for her? Does she like that? I don't know. Who is she's, this for? She's low on protein. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> All I knew about women is they like to swallow penises and, and condoms that were ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> These women sound like monsters. I don't know. Women get the better end of sex, too. They get all this ribbed shit. This is crazy. They're eating ribs. They're swallowing dicks. I don't know. <laughs> I'm supposed to give her my penis and ribs to swallow? How hungry is she? <laughs> So what was it you said earlier so that you dumb. never make female guests feel uncomfortable? <laughs> I was just saying I didn't know. Is this where I talk about how many times Chris King said rape Miss Indiana in 2020 last week? <laughs> Is there a different time? I mean, you Speaking can talk of about when, it. Does she, let's talk about your beef and broccoli. Oh. Wow. <laughs> what a segue. Found a real wet and gushy in the kitchen this yeah. morning. Dyke, what were you mixing up for us? What was happening in the kitchen? I don't know what just happened there. I feel like I just... I feel like someone like wakes up from the Matrix for three seconds and like, gets plugged back in. It was well, a obviously, so like since Chris King's not here, uh, we talked about we should have a meal do the what do you think you just ate? Okay. I feel, I feel pretty confident the meal knows yeah. everything that he ate, though. Yeah. What, what was the theme? The whole joke is that Chris King is a moron and doesn't know food. So he All thinks right. that a ribeye steak is liver. <laughs> Just genuinely, not yeah. even ironically. Yeah. So we did. We did. He thinks rape's okay if you're not a funny woman. <laughs> it's fine. He does. All right. <laughs> not gonna comment on that. No. At all. Don't no. want to be tied to that. <laughs> no. I want to be tied to that. Just at gonna all. drive around like that was an accident on the highway. I'm not even gonna look. Like, oh, see wow. if there was any survivors. And keep on driving to my destination. <laughs> keep on going. So the food. Yeah, Chinese uh, no. food. So I. My original idea was that because of COVID, like all buffets might just be done. Oh. So I was thinking about Chinese buffets, and then that really just kind of translated yeah. to Chinese takeout food. Like yeah. nostalgia. Yeah. That's great, actually. I didn't know there was that much thought that goes into it that makes it feel very <laughs> low. Like that did not come across in your food. Well, I just, <laughs> no, no, it did, but I just, I didn't hear no big deal. I just, I just ordered my first HelloFresh box the other day. So oh. I just, oh, swag on them. I just, I just cooked, I just cooked my own dinner. <laughs> no, it's fucking hard, though. But you know, I, I respect, I have a different level of respect for people that cook frequently and like make their own like gourmet dinners because it's fucking hard and it's you have to plan a lot and there's a lot of thought that goes into it so so did you go from like uh, your folks cooking at home to going to college to probably eating kind of shitty college yeah, yeah. food yeah i was like, in like dorm so like whatever, now you're at the point where you're like what am i gonna do the rest of my life yeah because i was i was eating out so much or i was just not i would eat like a little like a granola bar i would buy like granola bars and then sandwich stuff mm -hmm. and then i would just have no plan for dinner like and i would just drink like 20 natty lights and you're like this is fine I, w I would just be like i'll eat times a day <laughs> i'll eat a granola bar with coffee and then i'll wait and i'll make a sandwich just every i was like mm -hmm. i just need to feel full without spending that much money yeah. but then i was just still spending so would you money. not classify yourself as a foodie dude i would rather <laughs> i would rather eat out for every meal than ever own property 
I really think that's true. Oh, I yeah. agree with that 100%. 100%. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the life we're all living. Yeah, I don't... Point. People are like, yeah, you, it's so, so much to eat up. But I'm like, you got to go grocery shopping and you got to plan shit. Like, mm-hmm. now, now, when you talk about eating out, I like, I, like, pussy. I, I still... Pussy. <laughs> I still that's what you're talking about. <laughs> you talking about the macaroni in the pot again? <laughs> the macaroni in the pot, yeah, yeah. These analogies... Chewing loudly. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. I can't be doing that shit. <laughs> it's funny that all the dudes that are grossed out by the wet ass pussy and the macaroni, like they all make that sound when they chew with their mouth open. They're all like old, like mm-hmm. mouth breathers. They're those mouth breather <laughs> yeah. dudes. They're just mad that the sound is associated with something else now. It's like, oh, I really love to shove it in when it's dry. I'm like, all right, well, that's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> oh, God. But also, no shame to dry as pussy. There's lube out there, ladies. We all we're all doing our thing. Speaking of dry, the rice today. (laughs) (laughs) Also, ouch. Uh, He's like, like, I'm a chef now because I have my HelloFresh box. No, the rice was great. Um, the fucking chicken. What I'm assuming it was chicken. Do Do you think? Should I guess? Do you think you can name? Yeah, like all the courses. I'm gonna guess uh, spring rolls. Correct. Crab ragoon. Yes, and those were both made by Chef Bridget Haran. Phenomenal. By hand? Did you like hand forge yeah. shit? No, I have a friend who uh, we used to do, uh, so her family was Vietnamese, and so we used to do a like uh, spring roll rolling party every year. And so I feel like they weren't full enough, but... They were great. Thank you. Loved them. Those were great. Then there was the beef and broccoli, I'm yep. assuming. Good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, shrimp fried rice. Yes. Shrimp fried this rice. Um, that's stupid. And then, uh, <laughs> sesame chicken or orange chicken? What was the... No, but close. Neither one of those is right. What's the other famous, like... There were sesame seeds on the chicken. General something? General Sows? Yeah! Fuck yeah. yeah. Whoa! 100%. I think that's the first, uh, first, uh, perfect we've ever got on the... Wow. Guess what we just ate. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. It's all right. But also, I went in saying that I, I thought you would get that. So. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know yeah, if I should, should like, be like... Oh, should I be like, like, should I, like, fake guess? <laughs> yeah. On the break, I was like, should I just play dumb? And they're like, no, don't be... Is this yeah. liver chunks? No. Or did yeah, I just yeah. eat whale blubber? What is this? Right, right, right. <laughs> he says just the dumbest shit. I'm like... You never had a ribeye steak before, what is Chris this, King. Wet ass pussy. <laughs> yeah, like Chris King, you wouldn't know. You tell me a wet ass pussy fucking, made this rice. <laughs> it's fucking liver. Get back to your fucking hole. Jesus Christ. Uh good God. So Chris King getting getting married today. Yeah, I guess Maybe. that's what he said. Is the reason Chris King is not here is because he said he was getting married. Uh, I was not invited, unfortunately, to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Either was Zach. Well, Zach was actually had a restraining order placed against him, so. That's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there beef now that you guys are that you weren't invited? Beef and broccoli. <laughs> there should be. Uh, no, um, actually, like he was supposed to get married uh, this month, but because of COVID, they pushed their uh, whole like ceremony to twenty twenty one. But then they actually did get married, married. But it was brought up to me by Bridget. Who, Zach brought it up first. Zach brought it up to Bridget, who brought it up to me. That, uh, it's that is the proper chain of command. <laughs> it's Sunday, and uh, courthouses aren't open on Sundays. So they're lying? I, I mean... It was also brought up to me, again, by Zach, that Chris King is a liar. <laughs> also, his wife just doesn't exist. <laughs> Not it's a real like person. The, just, uh... My girlfriend lives in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never met her. Yeah. yeah, he's driving up there. He's like, no, they're open on Sunday in Canada. Like, right. She goes to another school. It's totally fine. Yeah, he's got pictures of this hot girl on uh, social media. I'm just like, there's no way, Chris King. We don't. <laughs> we do. We do not believe you, mm-hmm. um, Emil. You, I, I, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to remember what we've talked about on the actual like. Because uh, we talked about last time on the Drunk Dial podcast, which is 
an amazing <gasps> podcast, by the way. If you guys have not checked it out, it's our sister podcast. It's me and Bridget calling up comics during quarantine and beyond. Just being, just being drunk and and just, I mean, just, check, I mean, like in, all these podcasts are kind of blurring friends. together right now, right? So right. I feel like we're kind of drunk right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, only you. But uh, we did have a conversation about tattoos on the I last. Remember, this. remember that? Yeah. The last podcast we talked. Bridget just got a brand new tattoo. Yesterday, I did. Yesterday, you want to show Emilia your your cool tattoo? Let's see it. My new tattoo. So it's a uh, chef, chefs oftentimes get the breakdowns of animals on their body. So this is all the breakdowns of a uh, a cow, but on a triceratops. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. Is it as it would be cut up for meat? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, plate, short ribs. That's funny. Ribs. That's yeah. cool. It's like a twist on a good original tattoo. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so uh, Chuck, it's a, it's a Chuck Klosterman. That's a good. No, that's a compliment. Yeah. Chuck Chuck Klosterman has a book where he like has like a triceratops. With, yeah. Like, Those it, are it, the best things. It's like a like, one off of yes. something that's popular because <laughs> like, it's still popular. People will get it, but then they'll yeah. be like, "Oh, you put your own thing on it. I yeah. like that." Like, oh, like you're it's, a it's chef, funny, but it's also like, like if you a told nerd. a joke, and I'm like, "That's really funny, man. Right, it's like awesome. a twist on a like a really funny original joke." Right, right, right. I was calling her basic. He's like, "I've seen that chef tattoo before." But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. But I know also, like when we talked to you before, you had mentioned that you were uh, planning on moving to New York this year. Yeah. But when did we talk? What month was that? Jesus. What year was that? <laughs> it was a. Like, I it's like know, two months ago. After the wildfires, it, it feels before like, the race wars, I don't know. It's somewhere I, in I there. mean, I feel like I've aged 40 it, years. It was, it was after mur- Murder Hornets, but it was yeah, yeah. before. What chapter? before race wars. What chapter of the nightmare was that yeah. in? I what forgot. chapter of Jumanji were we in at that point? It was oh. before It was before all the racial, racial stuff yeah, started? I started, think it was like two uh, months ago. Grounded. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I need to do more episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um sorry. Yeah, we that. what else did we talk about? We did tattoos. Mm-hmm. Oh we oh I was gonna move. That's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah I that's fucking paused. Yeah. I re-signed a lease till uh October now. And but you you had mentioned uh in the earlier segment that you are still opening for Nikki, which I think is great. Like you guys yeah. still clearly like have a great working relationship with her. I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm very grateful. She's she's yeah. fucking awesome, and the shows have been really cool. Plus, like Indiana's like way cheaper than New York, and like yeah. there's like less you know COVID right now. Right. I mean, I hope right ideally. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely gonna move there yeah. when my lease is over because hopefully things will be like kind of normal. No, yeah. not, not even close. The new normal. Yeah, it'll be the new normal. Um, but uh, everyone will just have swords and shit, just mm-hmm. walking around for I don't know. God, I wish. That might be the thing. Yeah. If if bringing masks everywhere has taught me one thing is like I don't want guns to be Mm-mm. everywhere because like if guns are commonplace, that means everyone has to carry a gun all the time, and it's like I would yeah. forget that shit all the time. <laughs> oh Do you know God. how pissed you'd be if you were somewhere and some shit broke out and you just like went to reach for it and you're like, Fuck, I lost kitchen my kitchen counter. God damn it! Times today since kitchen counter. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my stepdad. I, I was. I'll preface this one. My parents should never be gun owners. Right. Um, but my stepdad always wanted a gun, and my mom always said, you can't have a gun when there's kids in the house. And so, like, when The Last of Us, like, left, we had, like, a Brady Bunch-like mm-hmm. situation going on. You turn 15, which in gun owners is, like, an adult. <laughs> and so you're like, cool. No, well, like, when the, when the last of the kids was, like, gone, he finally was like, well, hey, all the kids are gone now, like you always said. And so she was kind of like, yeah, I... Also, my, like I love my stepdad. He's a great guy, but he's a, he's a bit of a bumpkin. 
And my mom was uh, morbidly obese. And he, <laughs> it's part of the story. I'm not just like throwing shade. It'll we come. alluded to it last week in the state fair episode. He, he never we brings it back. Kind of <laughs> we now. This is important to it, the story. It, yeah, it never comes back. <laughs> it actually is not. She's more of the obese. Just a random dig on your mom that you wanted to <laughs> get it together. Um, but like uh, this black family moved in next door, right? And like, I think they were like Africans. <laughs> and, the same thing with the black family. Never mentions it. Again. <laughs> it's important that they're black, anyway. And uh, somehow my stepdad got it in his like. My mom is well; she's dead now. But when she was alive, oh, she sorry. was she was like in her, like, <laughs> she was like in her late fifties. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> he killed her, so he thinks it's real funny. Is this how the gun story ends? Is this a spoiler of what happens with the this gun? This is why my parents shouldn't own guns. Yeah, so. yeah. We already know all the components of this story. <laughs> so, uh, long story short, somehow my stepdad got it in his head because the, the curtain was open that these Africans were like, like peering in through the window to like catch a glimpse of my mom. And I'm just like, my mom is like 60 years old and morbidly obese. I don't think these like... Guys that are in their 20s are like, hmm, what's going on in there? Let's take a look. And, but like, somehow, because because of racism, because of the. You, you, do you show me your race cards? Because of, <laughs> I should have thrown the race card directly. Throw a race card in their face. Somehow, like because. Of, star. Somehow, because three black dudes moved next, and then, and the, like, my, my stepdad was. And here's the thing he loved her so much that I'm sure he was really like, maybe these guys are. Like looking at my wife, he's jealous. Yeah, and and, uh, which racist. is so endearing, very sweet. Jealous and racist. Yes, like, yes. It's it's like, it's racist sweet, twin. sweet and racist. It was sweet and racist. Racist jealousy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be the hottest bachelor show. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it's just called the Bachelor, actually. So, yeah, so regular, somehow he talked. It's just called dating it's in the Midwest. Just the <laughs> it's just same show. every father when you bring home God. someone. In somehow he talked her into being able to get guns because of that. And was like, yeah, we're gonna need guns if these. Black guy is going to be leering in my hot wife, you know. <laughs> and she's like, that's my son, Dyke. <laughs> so, so he gets guns, and then they went out to, like, Old Country Buffet, and then he left a gun on the toilet. To celebrate getting the gun <laughs> <laughs> Old Country Buffet. That's, like, the most he perfect thing. He left a gun on the toilet, went home, and then was like, where's my gun? You know how you, like, left, lost your phone earlier? Yeah. Imagine if that was a gun. That's my yeah. stepdad. So I he just lost my gun so many times. Yeah, today. so he, he had to, to call someone and be like, hey, I think you found my gun. Like, How, what does it look like? Did you know about it? <laughs> so they went and go back to the serial number scratched off on the inside. And go back to Old Country Buffet and be like, uh, I think I left my gun here. And they're like, Yeah, you did. You left it on the toilet. It was found immediately because everyone's like, Why is there a loose gun in the toilet? How funny would it be though if they were like, Oh, they act like it was nothing. This happens all the time. <laughs> Like I think you find my gun, and they just look. Which one? And they have a bucket of fucking M16s and shit. Yeah, which one's yours? <laughs> God damn, that's crazy. Imagine finding a gun just on the toilet. You would just be like, "What?" <laughs> what I mean, it's also like Indiana at Old Country Buffet, so they'd be like, "This is, uh, this is mine now." Right? They'd freak out if they saw like a tampon. <laughs> Do you? I don't know if we asked you anything about this uh, last time, but like. So you're opening up for one of the biggest com- comics in the in the world right now, like is like 
what is that like? Is that cool? I obviously it's cool. <laughs> well, I was like, honestly, fuck her. It's like, <laughs> as long as no one talks at me, I'll be fine. No, it's fucking like, like, crazy. Is, is like, is there anything like weird about that? Like, like um, dealing with like her fan base or like are people like? No, I mean, I don't know. I think that's why. I mean, that's one of the reasons why comics are. It's comedy's fucking so great because, like, comics when they get to like a level of celebrity, yeah, you're like they're a celebrity. They're like this big, but they're still comics. Mm-hmm. And they're like the fucking coolest people ever. Like Nikki is just so cool and uh, such a good hang and such a like. I don't know. There's no. I mean, I have like crazy anxiety about usually like big shows and stuff, sure. and like, which is normal. But she's so fucking cool and like is so complimentary of like, oh, dude, that's great. Like, if you get off stage, you're like, I love that new tag. That's fucking awesome. That's so good. Like, always that new, you know what I mean? Like, just mm-hmm. always making sure, like, you feel comfortable and you feel like... She's kind of like an awesome mentor. Like, she's, yeah. you know, not just like, she's not really giving you, but she's like supporting you in the way that you need it as kind of a... Yeah. Like, yeah, it takes away artist. the fear of like, oh my God, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't feel like I'm on eggshells mm-hmm. of like, I, I'm opening for this very famous person. I feel yeah. like I need... To, you know, I mean, I still get in my head of like, I want to do everything right. I want to make yeah. sure I. I mean, she just like, hosted like the Tonight Show, right? Yeah, she just did fucking uh, Kimmel. Yeah, she's like crazy, and she's just the fucking. She's yeah. so cool. She's like the best. Just one of the most famous people on the planet. Like, I like, love, like, if you if you would like, she is a badass. Woman. Yeah, and it's also cool opening for like a female headliner because like you don't have to fuck them then for stage time. Like it's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> you get to just be funny, and they'll bring you. Like you don't have to also. <laughs> Classic. That was a Classic. pretty woke joke. I don't know. Crazy. I think you, I think you I think yeah. you took it wrong I way. Know I, I literally said God, I'm like not even heck. I'm like I like that. That was good. I was on what Thank that, you. That's how I appreciate jokes. I just like don't laugh at all and I just make this stone face. You just you just smell like that was a good joke. You just sit cross. I just literally said I'm like that was a good joke. That was a good joke. You're like the person in the I'm audience at comic hates. They're like I'm gonna break her. Right. right I'm gonna make her laugh. Yeah. Just say yeah. I also I'm always like that was so funny and I just like we didn't laugh at all and I was like. Like, but I saw you laugh at like really terrible pun, and I'm like, well, I do do that. Yeah, it's crazy because like obviously I see her and hear her everywhere, and like now I always associate like Emil. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you. And then like I saw the picture, uh, I saw a picture online of you guys got like fake tattoos together. Yeah, we got like fake like <laughs> owl. <laughs> it was just the most obnoxious. <laughs> we were in Vegas and we were walking down like this side strip, and there was this like airbrush lady. <laughs> And we were like, what are like the most obnoxious tattoos we could get? And it was this fucking owl with like its wings open like across our backs. Mm-hmm. And we got them. And then, and then she posted a picture and it's just like the amount of people that were just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. Like, it was, it was so funny. It's just like, I don't even know. I guess when you have that large of a fan base, it's like you just naturally you realize how many people are just so gullible to social media. Like. Oh, like if people like took it she for real. Thought like, she, yeah, they just thought she got a fucking yeah. owl tattoo. Yeah, with their opener. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got matching spread eagle. I like owl to tattoo. I like to brand all my openers yeah. so they know their fucking place. And then she even said in the caption like, "Oh, like something like oh, like there was some joke made about how we were getting airbrush tattoos like in her story or something." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still, people just saw it. Like, I can't believe you got that. <laughs> like people just see the picture and they're like, "Oh fuck!" They don't even read the caption. Yeah. Oh, so, and then some weird article. Some like weird like off, like one off like TMZ website said like, comedian Nikki Glazer dating new boyfriend Neil Wakim. <laughs> she posted a new pic- she posted a picture of them with matching tattoos <laughs> saying and then the caption was quote I've changed and we think this means because she just got out of an old relationship she's with and I was just like who writes this like 
Just zero fact. It was so funny. Did, now, did someone send that to you? Did you yeah, find I think, that my, I think my sister sent it to me. Because they were trying you, to find the show, whatever, and they were like, why is this article? And I was and like, then well, are you like, oh, God, is this... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, no, like I don't want... Like, I don't want to think I was story. spreading rumors. But then I realized how shitty of a publication it was, and I was yeah. like, oh, no one's reading this. It was literally like, celebrity best news of week, num- like 37 at like Yahoo. It was some shitty website URL where you're like, they don't have viewers. There's nothing. So you go from uh, being a college student... To uh, being a comic at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, yeah. Uh, to opening up for Nikki Glaser, uh, she has a huge fan base, and I would assume it's going to be largely female. You're like a like a hot wow. young dude. He's like only women <laughs> think women are funny. <laughs> that's fine. I that's, thought Chris was here for a second. It's fine. That's, that's not what I said. I she gets look. a lot of like dudes too. Like a lot of like. Not horny dude. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe horny dudes. No, horny dudes, dudes is what okay. you're, that's the word she you're has a, She has a large fan base of mm-hmm. all genders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, the question I was trying to get at is uh, how many people are sliding into your DMs when you're opening up? A lot of the horny dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, been, there's, some, there's been some slides. They're like, oh, that's, like, that's nice. Like, oh, ooh. She's funny because she'll fucking, she'll like tell, when she gets on stage, she'll like say the the Instagram handles of like all the openers <laughs> to be like slide their DMs, DMs are like, wide yeah, open. So it's like the best wingman you could ever get. She's like slide their DMs. Like they're, they're staying in like hotel. She's like said like, yeah. what, like Andrew's hotel room one time. Hotel like, room oh, 27. Shit, that's yeah. the, that's I, Western. Yeah. Whenever you said in the, she was like, Oh shit, that's like his real. Like his real room. I didn't yeah. mean to actually say that. Like, Call the hotel, change his room. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. It was so funny. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely the, being on the road is like fun because she's a fun road person because she had the she had a normal comic trajectory Mm -hmm. so it's not like she like got like vine famous and then blew up like she remembers all the stages of like being like a being a host and a middle on the road so she's like she knows that you're like lonely like in a hotel room so i think that's why she's like go go slide in these these lonely boys DMs, <laughs> ladies. She did the open mic. She like worked the streets. Like, yeah. She fucking, I mean, not like that, but like she. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like the normal she, way. Like, she. Yeah. Don't say it again. I already fucking apologize Wait. for what I said. Don't say it again. Zach, can we isolate that? No, she, <laughs> she, the streets. She, she, but no, it's like she she like did it like the normal way where it's like she worked her way up and so it's like she gets it. It's not yeah. like people who are like, oh yeah, I was on a like one-off show one time. It's like, then people love me. Yeah, yeah. That's there awesome. There was a, speaking of which, there was, badass. Uh, there, was a, there was a YouTube sensation at Helium Comedy Club last night. Oh. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know his name, but he's very popular. But uh, there was like two like like book, booked out shows. And it, like, it's always very interesting. <laughs> I didn't even know his name. I didn't even research it enough to do this right now. <laughs> It's it's just very interesting to me because it was like, even even if COVID wasn't a thing, like how much like TikTok and like Snapchat and like YouTube is kind of like changing like the comedy thing. Because you were like, oh, had a very kind of like old school like like how much is comedy changing during a pandemic right now? Yeah, I mean it's funny because I I thought about that the other week because I had a fucking I woke up one morning and I got like this weird Twitter notification. That someone just tagged me in a post, and I looked at it, and it was a video of one of my jokes that I had posted like on on Instagram, mm-hmm. but it had like a TikTok logo in the bottom corner. I was like, "What the fuck?" So then I 
went there was like a little like handle under it so yeah. i like typed it in and i went and someone posted one of my jokes on like this like stand-up page on tiktok and my first reaction i was like worried because i was like someone stole my joke or whatever yeah. you know what i mean but they were a really cool page and they like they like tagged all the the comedians they were like very like we're you know we're trying to spread and help people out so this fucking joke like went viral. Like it got like three hundred thousand views. And I was like, oh, oh wow. this is dope. So I was really excited. And it, I mean, and had the probably like your name and the, yeah, like, it was all super the cool. They were they were okay. it was really cool. But I mean, then immediately after that, like a couple friends and people were like, you got to start on TikTok. You got to be a TikTok <laughs> comedian. And I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> like, and then literally, I think three days later, Trump said the whole like, I'm gonna ban TikTok. Yeah. And like, literally, a part of me was like, yes. Like, I, <laughs> I was so happy to have one less thing to worry about yeah. being like incompetent. Cause I was like, that's just another platform that I have to feel like I'm not doing everything on. Yeah. And like selling myself. It's like, I don't wanna make skits and like, ooh, yeah. like. You know what I mean? I, especially because now when I'm in Bloomington, like I don't have like roommates that are comics. Like I don't have other people around me all the time that like want to do this. So like, what am I gonna fucking like film myself doing a sketch? Hey, I, mean, I, gay. I know. I mean, I don't. know. <laughs> it works for some people, and- but like, I don't know. Yeah. I I just love stand up so much that I don't. What's funny is you would be the that. perfect like TikTok boy. <laughs> the, the fact that you hate it so much I know it's like, like it's wonderful yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I would sell my soul if I didn't fucking just hate the idea you could just so dance much. on with some sneakers and be like I mean really the whatever 48 hours that the joke on TikTok was like kind of like blowing up quote unquote like I was like it was the worst version of myself I was like checking it every 10 minutes to see <laughs> if it like got any more comments and like then there was like one person like you know you always look for like the shitty comments like i was doing the the whole like don't look at the comments and i was like looking at the comments yeah it was so unhealthy. i was like this sucks i, <laughs> yeah. I don't want a life of this is bullshit i don't I do this. this yeah you're like i did this like outdoor driving show so i don't have to do zoom show so i don't have to do tiktok oh my like, god yeah thing. i know it's so crazy it's like you don't want to do that I don't know it's not spoiled it's just like i don't want to do that so it's like i have yeah. no ambition of like making it on tiktok so it's like i know it's like i don't want to be a youtube sensation so it's like, like fucking let trump ban it man yeah <laughs> one good. thing that uh up. we didn't we didn't touch a lot about it on this time but like last time we talked to you about you had a new podcast going on you said, yeah you're still doing that I'm still doing it yeah, yeah, yeah i need to get better at doing constant episodes uh, i think gr- grounded grounded yeah, yeah grounded check it out on i think it's itunes and spotify and it's on youtube too but I'm going to get better at it. <laughs> Here's what I realized. You guys are doing no video, which is the way to do it. I'm doing video for some reason, which uh, takes yeah. adds four hours to the editing. Yeah. Cause I have two cameras and I'm like, what? No one's watching this. Most of my listens are on Spotify and Apple podcasts. So it's like, I should just save myself the time and just release more episodes. Yeah, it's harder for you because I look horrendous. Only so like, nobody's trying to look at this. We just ate a lot too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. what I would be. I would have way more fun doing it or recording it by myself if I could just like be like a slob, like, like in a in closet. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I have to like fucking like got like lighting and shit. And I, I put like a curtain up in like my childhood bedroom. It looked like a fucking ISIS video. Like, I was, I fucking, it was so ridiculous. Where can we follow you on social media? Social media. Yeah, check out my Instagram at Emil Wakim, just first and last name, and uh, Twitter, and same thing, first and last name. The- and we're going to we're gonna go out and follow you at the drive-in, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. You're gonna, what, what are the dates for the Pittsburgh haunt. show? The Pittsburgh show is the 27th, for all, for all of our I believe. Out of state all the Pittsburgh listeners, yeah. sorry we shit on your state earlier. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I shit on it. I, I like, did, you, specifically. You, you, you <laughs> a rough time? A rough time? 
Uh, I think it's the 27th. It's Thursday. Nice. Yeah. August, August 27th. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. It's going to be great. I guarantee you. You're gonna have so much fun by the time it's over. Unless someone honks at you. No, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's fucking bail. That's you're like, what? That was your one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If someone does like windshield wiper fluid, I'm like, is that a boo? I don't know what that one means. What's happening? Are you crying? Yeah, right. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next time, guys. Thank you. Uh, Bye. Bye.